Hello and welcome to another episode of the Road Coach Podcast, the show where I share what I've learned from years of living on the road through research and experimentation so that if you're like me and you spend most of your time away from home, you can not only survive but thrive even when you're out of your element. Thank you for joining us today. If you're listening on your favorite podcasting apps, as always, please check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash at the road coach podcast so that you can see what I'm sharing on my screen. I'm often bringing up research articles and extra links that you can follow um, to get more information on the topics that I cover. And uh, recently we just started a Patreon as well. So if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, it would be greatly appreciated. Please head to patreon.com slash the road coach podcast. And without further ado, today's episode, I wanted to talk about polyphenols and polyphenols are a compound that are there's over 8,000 different polyphenols. Um, and uh, they're in a variety of different foods and they have a lot of different health benefits. So some people have heard of them, uh, but may not know more about them. So I just wanted to bring up a couple of research things um, that we can talk about with, um, uh, with polyphenols and, uh, and how they benefit you uh, when you're on the road and how to get a little bit more of them if you don't get enough currently. Um, so first of all, this is a review from the Department of Food Science and Technology uh, from Kashmir. Um, this review was published, I believe, in 2013. 2013, yeah, so it's a little bit old, but it's a good overall review. And I've just highlighted some things that I wanted to talk about when it comes to polyphenols. So first off, flavonoids or flavonoids, um, which is a group of polyphenols, um, says here is perhaps the most important single group of phenolics in foods, comprise a group of over 4,000 aromatic plant compounds with multiple substitution patterns. Anthocyanins are members of the flavonoid group of phytochemicals, a group predominant in teas, wines, fruits, vegetables, nuts, olive oil, cocoa, and cereal. So um, it, the article starts out by breaking down polyphenols into a subgroup of flavonoids and then a further subgroup of anthocyanins to start off um, with the health benefits of that group. So another thing that I highlighted here to add to the importance of anthocyanin pigments in human health, both in vitro and in vivo research trials have amply demonstrated their marked ability to reduce cancer cell proliferation and to inhibit tumor formation. So the biggest reason to get polyphenols, obviously, is to avoid that dreaded C word uh, in our lives and help um, possibly reverse some of the mutagenic effects that our poor diets uh, and lifestyle have caused um, across humanity in today's day and age with everything processed that we eat, fast food, etc. Um, we get free radicals in our body, they begin to proliferate, um, and that can turn into cancer. And cancer is definitely one of the leading causes of death in the modern Western world today. So anything we can do to avoid that or reverse the effects um, is, of course, a benefit. Uh, it then goes on further to say that anthocyanins in cardiovascular disease protect, protect, uh, protection, um, which is strongly linked to oxidative stress protection. So another thing um, with free radicals, they cause oxidative stress. So that can not only cause cancer, but also can cause cardiovascular disease. Um, and these particular compounds help reverse that in a number of different ways and protect against it. Um, and we'll get into a little bit more on how it does that and why it does that. I'm just going to scroll down. Um, I've read through the whole article for you and kind of highlighted what I think is most important um, to the, the everyday layman who's spending a lot of their time on the road. Um, 
So antioxidants in fruits is the first section uh, that I highlighted a little bit here. Fruits contain large amounts of antioxidants, such as polyphenols and anthocyanins, which can play an important role in absorbing and neutralizing free radicals or decomposing peroxides, um, which we, I mentioned briefly before. Free radicals are atoms, molecules, or ions with unpaired electrons in the outer shell and are chemically highly reactive. They can start a chain reaction, which leads to oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is a situation uh, wherein pro-oxidants dominate over antioxidants. And pro-oxidants are the compounds that oxidize other cellular molecules, uh, sorry, molecules, resulting in mutations, loss of enzyme activity, etc. And it leads to various diseases such as Alzheimer's and muscular degeneration. So all things, of course, that we want to avoid, and we can do that um, by eating more fruit, period. Um, there's lots of different fruits here. It spends a lot of time talking about strawberries. Strawberries has some of the highest antioxidant um, con contents um, in the form of polyphenols uh, of any of the fruits, um, but any fruit will have some, um, some level of polyphenols. So then it goes through some definitions here of what polyphenols are, uh, which is not, I don't think, necessary for the purposes of this podcast. And I'm just going to go down. So then we talk about, and then it gets into how they work in human health. So epidemiological studies, meaning studies of humanity um, or studies in people, have repeatedly shown an inverse association between the risk of chronic human diseases and the consumption of polyphenol-rich diets. So um, what that means is when they say chronic human diseases, we're talking about every disease that is chronic, um, meaning long-lasting and persistent, such as diabetes, asthma, cardiovascular disease, cancer, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on and on, but all of the things that really affect us as we get older um, and our relatively recent developments in humanity. A lot of these things didn't exist 200, 300 years ago <clears throat> uh, in, our, uh, in our biology. Um, and it obviously has to do with the environment and the diet that we are consuming today. Um, first off, cardioprotective effects. So a number of studies have demonstrated that the consumption of polyphenols limits the incidence of coronary heart disease. Um, and there's a link there to an extra, um, an extra study uh, if you want to read a little bit more about it. Other mechanisms by which polyphenols may be protective against cardiovascular diseases are antioxidant, antiplatelet, anti-inflammatory effects, as well as uh, increasing HDL or the good cholesterol uh, and improving endothelial function. Reservatrol is something that some of us have probably heard of. A lot of the, um, you know, uh, anti-aging gurus that are in the media today talk about Reservatrol a lot. They, or they supplement with Reservatrol. Um, it's the active compound found in red wine. And it's attributed to what we call the French paradox, or the low incidence of cardiovascular disease, despite the intake of a high-fat diet and smoking among the French. So this paradox is that although they have very high-fat diets and they have a very high incidence of cigarette smoking, they seem to have very low incidences of cardiovascular disease and resveratrol is what they attribute it to because the French drink so much red wine, which is an interesting correlation. Uh, so if you're wondering whether or not you can drink red wine, full of resveratrol. Now, it's not as much as some berries and other fruits, grapes, uh, blueberries, strawberries, etc., um, where you've got probably two or three times as much resveratrol in a serving, but Red wine does have a lot. And of course, the French drink a lot of it. <laughs> um, and then we have our anti-cancer effects. So the effect of polyphenols on human cancer cell lines, it induces most often protective and a reduction in the number of tumors uh, of the, or of their growth, the growth of those tumors. These effects have been observed at various sites, including mouth cancer, stomach cancer, duodenum, 
colon, liver, lung, mammary gland, and skin. Um, and I'm in the digestive gastroenterology field where I see a lot of stomach duodenal and colonic cancers. Um, and polyphenols can certainly not only help protect against those effects or those cancers, but reverse the effects of them as well. Uh, and then it goes on to say many polyphenols such as chrysotin, catechins, isoflavones, lignans, flavonons, ellagic acid, and red wine polyphenols, resveratrol, and curcumin have been tested and all of them show protective effects. Uh, curcumin is something that I take every single day. It's the, the active polyphenol in uh, turmeric. So I take a turmeric supplement every morning to help with anti-inflammatory um, and, uh, and reverse some of those effects of, um, of free radicals in the body. I highly recommend you do as well. Um, or just put more turmeric in your food. Uh, numerous studies report the anti-diabetic effects of polyphenols, and T-catechins have been investigated for the anti-diabetic potential as well. There's another study there, Rizvi et al., uh, from 2001, if you want to get more information on that. Um, onion polyphenols, especially quercetin or quercetin, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, I should probably look that up, um, is known to possess strong anti-diabetic activity as well. Uh, so eat more onions, put more onion powder on your food. Antioxidant and anti-inflammatory polyphenol, polyphenolic compounds found in fruits and vegetables may show efficacy as anti-aging compounds. So we talked about that with, um, with Reservatrol here. Um, fruit and vegetable extracts that have high level of flavonoids also display high total antioxidant activities such as the spinach, strawberries, and blueberries. Um, so just like Popeye said, get your spinach. I find personally spinach, you know, if you get raw spinach, you can get a whole container of it um, that would, is almost impossible to eat in one sitting, let alone before it goes wilty and, and slimy. Um, and that's really only maybe 200 grams of spinach. So it's not really that much. So if you're going to add spinach to your diet, um, which I do highly recommend, high in vitamin A, high in a bunch of other nutrients, um, get it frozen cubed um, or just frozen period um, and put it in your shakes, blend it into, to, um, blend it into another food um, or add it to your cooking. When you, when you cook spinach, it wilts down so it's not here as high volume to be able to eat. Um, but to eat 100 grams of spinach, you're talking like a massive bowl spinach if it's raw to eat 100 grams of spinach in a shake frozen you know it's a couple of cubes about this size so it's much easier to do that way if you're trying to get more spinach in your diet um, a recent study demonstrates that tea catechins carry strong anti-aging activity and consuming green tea rich in these catechins may delay the onset of aging polyphenols are also beneficial in ameliorating the adverse effects of aging on the nervous system and the brain um, reservatrol as we said has been found to prolong the lifespan um, and it's linked to an action called um, caloric restriction, uh, or it's, it's linked to caloric restriction or partial food deprivation. So having Reservatrol and also intermittent fasting will prolong um, your life essentially and reduce the effects of aging. Um, their consumption may protect neurological diseases. People drinking three to four glasses of red wine per day, there's red wine again, had 80% decreased incidence of dementia and Alzheimer's disease compared to those who drank less or did not drink at all. Now again, Reservatrol can be found in supplements, so you don't have to drink a ton of red wine, but if you like to, there's a reason to continue to do it. Um, and recently reported um, a study, the administration of polyphenols provide protective effects against Parkinson's disease. Um, epidemiological evidence, uh, the polyphenols might protect against obstructive lung disease, um, negative association of apple intake with prevalence and incidence of asthma. Um, they also protect against skin damages from sunlight, 
Um, all the polyphenols present in tea were applied orally or topically ameliorate adverse skin reactions following UV exposure. Um, and black tea polyphenols are reported to be helpful in mineral absorption in the intestine as well as to, protect, protect, as well as to possess antiviral activity. Um, dietary sources of polyphenols, anti-inflammatory, anti-carcinogenic, uh, anti-theronic, and cardioprotective effects. Um, protective effects on brain degenerative processes are also uh, implicated by polyphenols and antioxidants neutralize free radical reactive oxygen species that are generated endogenously through aerobic metabolism. Um, so tons and tons of great, great information here. And that's, that's basically the summary of that article there. Um, and the other big thing that I wanted to bring up when it comes to polyphenols is um, telomere functioning, um, shortening, and growth. So if you haven't heard of a telomere, essentially a telomere is the chromosomal um, it's they maintain chromosomal stability and they prevent chromosomal degradation. So in your genetic code, the telomeres protect um, your genes from replicating from cell to cell to continue to function properly. Um, uh, and down below here, this is just from Google, but down here, um, they protect genome from nucleolytic degradation, unnecessary recombination, repair, and interchromosomal fusion. They therefore play a vital role in preserving the information in our genome, which is another way that we stay healthy and stay young. So telomeres are very important. What happens is that our telomeres shorten over time. And as they shorten, they lose genetic information. And then when our cells replicate, we don't have our full DNA in those cells. And over time, it can cause mutations and it causes a lot of effects of aging, etc. So you can see here... Um, as the telomeres shorten over time, as we get older, you have a greater risk for lung, bladder, renal cancer, GI issues, head and neck cancers. Um, when they get too short, the cell can no longer divide and it becomes inactive or senescent or dies. Unfortunately, it doesn't always die. And so sometimes you can have these mutations and that's what leads to cancer. And so here is an article from, when was this published? 2020. Um, and I'm not going to go through the whole article, but... Um, what I wanted to bring out here is that healthy eating habits, including antioxidant intake such as polyphenols, can have a positive effect on telomere length. And what they've proven is that high polyphenol content foods will actually lengthen your telomeres over time, which is absolutely incredible. So another big reason, um, if you want anti-aging effects and you want to stay healthy for longer, polyphenols are a great way to do that for a number of different reasons. Now, if we want to get... Uh, more polyphenols, where do we get them? So this is just from uh, a website called zoe.com. Uh, this is the foods that are highest in polyphenols, and they're right here on the left. I'm not going to go through them all, but berries are your number one. Blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, blackberries. Cocoa, the higher the content, the better. So dark chocolate, coffee, etc. coffee and tea. Spices, we talked about onion, um, but all the other spices that are green, leafy, you know, um, we're talking basil, um, thyme, uh, we talked about turmeric as well. Um, all of those sort of uh, green spices that add flavor to your food, great. Nuts and seeds as well, get lots of those. They can be very high in fat content, especially nuts, so be careful how much you're consuming there. Red wine, we talked about olives, beans, vegetables. The more leafy greens you can get, the better. Um, and then, of course, soy. Um, so that's all I had for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Try to get some more polyphenols in your diet. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me on YouTube uh, or on Instagram at RJ Crate. Uh, and as I
share the show with others if you found it enjoyable. And if you can support the show, please head to patreon.com slash the road coach podcast. Until next time, I hope that if you're like me and you live on the road, that you're not only surviving, but thriving, even when you're out of your element. Take care, everyone.